Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cobalt and Co. Say hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello. Sorry, I had, I, sorry, I feel like I have never done that on this show, and I felt like one of the episodes I had to, right? Did you? Did you have to? Yeah, I think I had to. It's a rule, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're How's back, everyone doing? Oh, and, sorry. Uh, well, no, yeah, yeah. How is everyone doing? I'm, I'm pretty great. I'm yep. pretty grand. I'm excited. Yep. We left last week on uh, quite the cliffhanger of discovering the dead body of a god. Um, yes. So yeah, the investigations super, are about to begin, I'm sure. Yeah, super excited to get back into it. And if you too are super excited to get back in time to previous episodes, how about you have a little <laughs> listen <laughs> to nice. our podcast on uh, all the all the podcast places will be under the name Cobalt and Co. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on uh, Google Podcasts. You can listen to us on Prime Music. You can listen to us on Anchor on Spotify. Uh, I'm sure there's others as well. I saw someone listening on Overcast. Well, not saw. I, it's in the analytics. I <laughs> I'm not You're watching. Hearing over their shoulder. <laughs> um, but yes. Anyway, you get your podcasts. Go ahead and search Cobalt and Co. And we'll be there. Uh, before we begin, we're just going to do the usual. Go around and introduce ourselves. So I'm Miles, and I'm your DM for the evening. My name is Will, and I'll be playing Xander. Hmm tonight <laughs> sorry i always think there's going to be something further to that nope um uh i'm lily and um i play the humble part of gerald you play the humble part of gerald i play the <laughs> who, humble who role plays who plays the bragging gerald part Ida. of gerald <laughs> <laughs> we outsourced it to ai it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're relevant yeah <laughs> um and finally we have Hi, I'm Deanna, and you will find out who I am playing soon. Ooh. Mysteries on top of mysteries. Uh, apparently a ghost. I don't know what noise that was. find them now in a old office at the heart of the accounting department with in the center of the room a god's uh, body with some desks around it that have been blown apart and the desks are covered in scorch marks scattered around the room uh, you've just lit up a torch and, a, and this sight has fully uh, dawned on you now and the gravity of the situation has has hit you full force. Xander, hmm? And Gerald, what would you like to do? So, um, I'm, um, step one, trying to remember what my voice sounds like. <laughs> I think it was something like this. Step two, what, what am I seeing in front of me? I, you mentioned I saw a body of a dead god. Yes, so, uh, in front of you, the, the office you saw last time, uh, where kobolds were all working in regimented rows. Uh, it's it's identical uh, room layout-wise to that room. Uh, there are no kobolds in here currently, but it seems like the room's been swept out and uh, kept clean of anyone uh, interfering. But the desks are laid out in the same regimented fashion. 
However, in the center of the room, uh, about 12 different desks have all been knocked over on their sides, and the body lies in the center of the room. The body has reverted to, well, having never seen a god's body, uh, it, you recognize this from, from tales and from pictures and from stories that you've heard of the, the great, uh, the great uh, assignment where the gods all got their jobs. But this is a kind of clay body with one singular glowing red eye in the center of its face, and it's pooling around it is a kind of gold liquid that is, that is dried into the floor. Uh. Um. So the desks suggest that there's been some kind of a struggle. Is that right? Yeah. The, well, the desks you can see are all on their sides. Uh, they don't mm. seem. I, I think last time you did have a quick glance at them, and when the lights came on, you could tell that there were scorch marks on the side of oh. some of the desks. Can I um? go closer to the, the body uh yes of course yeah and like um i don't know i guess like just look at it see if there's any um indication of what might have happened could you go ahead and make an investigation check for me Ooh. okay um investigation um oh that's sad. It's no modifier. I <laughs> <laughs> was really hoping for that. Uh, plus 20. Ooh, oh, that's a two. That's a strong two. Yep, definitely dead. Definitely <laughs> dead. Thanks. Definitely Thanks. dead. Uh <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, to be honest, that in itself is a, is a decent recognition because up until this point, you both have never heard of a god having been killed or a deity having been killed. Um for the 2,000 years that this planet has existed, the, the gods have ruled in, uh, in relative harmony uh, and have gone fairly unbothered by the uh, activities of the mortals down below. And so this is unheard of. This uh, gold covering the floor, sort of gold liquid, is, uh, does it seem like um, blood, like god blood? Go ahead and make a medicine check. You got a roll better than I did. Barely. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, you would. You look at this, and despite having never really, again, come across uh, the death of a god, you have been injured. You have been, you, you know, in fighting incursions and this kind of thing. You've you've bumped yourself. You've bruised yourself. You've had all the usual cuts and bruises that someone would get. And so you've seen blood come out, but it's always healed quick enough that you only get glimpses of it. But yeah, you do recognize this as the blood of uh, a, a deity. Yeah. <clears throat> Can I try and see where, where it's pooling from? Uh, sure, yeah. Is there some kind of an open wound? Actually, with that specific a, uh, a, an investigation, you would notice that turning over the body that on the back of the the, the 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 thing's head there is a small circular hole it's about the size of a straw or maybe a pencil that just goes quite deep into the the the, the head of this thing <clears throat> this clay what form on, what on earth have you seen this uh yes um 
I'd just like to get on the record that it's it's a larger hole than say a paperclip would make. I know I know that you weren't you didn't say anything, but I wanted to I'll add it to the record. Yes. Gerald, it's just it's well it's bigger than a Gerald, no one is accusing you of this murder. Okay. Thank you. I I said murder there. We We were told it was a murder by death and um secrets. Right? Yes. Did they use the word murder? I think so. So someone or something has used some kind of a weapon that would create this sort of hole to kill uh, Ion. Do you, I'm just sh- shot in the dark here, but uh, do you know? Do you happen to know the God of Pencils? Do I know the God of Pencils? Uh, no, that was a question. Sorry, for the yeah, DM. I didn't realize that was a question for the I DM. Said, yeah, I said it in in, in Xander's voice. I, I was so wrapped up in that scene that I was. <laughs> uh, it was like TV. Uh, yeah, no, the uh, I think if anything, yeah, yeah, you know, pencils get lost enough that you've probably liaised with the god of pencils uh, on on some occasions. Uh, for anyone who didn't tune in last week, Xander is of course. Uh, well, would you like to say it? Uh, the God of things that you were sure were in a slightly different place. <laughs> so you know that feeling when you get back to something and like the book is the bookmarks on a different page or your pencils at a different angle, that kind of thing. Interesting. <laughs> that was quite cutting. <laughs> you misplace pencils a lot. Do you happen to have a lot of pencils on you at any one time? Not into the back of God's heads. Oh, okay. Um, speaking of which, though, could I, do I, I do have stationery on me. Hmm. Could I take out a pen or a pencil and just compare the size of the hole to a, <laughs> to a pen or a pencil? Yeah, sure. Uh, you take the pencil out and hold it up to the hole. It's a, the hole is a little bit smaller. Like, if you're eyeballing it, you'd, you know... That that would that would have come before, but um, oh, looking at it now, back you can see the holes just a little bit smaller. <laughs> oh, and then I'd like to go over and do the same, but with a paper clip, just to just so everyone fully aware of the situation. <laughs> it's a fair amount bigger than a paper clip. Oh, <laughs> uh, isn't it just? Okay, let's find progressively smaller and larger <laughs> items to narrow down the size. <laughs> this is really unethical. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a weird CSI episode. Um, I'm going to go full Matthew McConaughey and True Detective, and I am like drawing what this room looks like and the crime scene in immaculate detail. If we ever need to re, you know, picture what what we saw the first time we saw the body. Okay, uh, for that then, go ahead and make either a intelligence check to try and get a sketch that is. Um, uh, kind of accurate to real life or a sleight of hand check uh, which will make a sketch that is kind of uh, better looking and better, easier to read if that makes sense uh, I have immaculate sleight of hand so that's a 26 oh wow oh okay. my goodness in which case you make a sketch that 
it's it's there's there's aspects of it that aren't exactly like the real room but you know you're it's like you're making notes within the picture um and you kind of encode this alphabet into the picture of like clues that you might have thought of and 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 feelings you had in certain parts of the room and when it finishes it's like a kind of impressionist painting it's gorgeous um, hey uh xander um yep. am i in your picture yep and you look smashing gerald oh thank you <laughs> I, I've got I've got you holding a paperclip up like um like Luke Skywalker on the cover of Return of the Jedi. Okay, I'd rather not have the paperclip. You'd rather not have the paperclip. It just it doesn't always have to be about. I have other things. I you have Gerald. It's fine. No, it's where does this come from, Gerald? Uh, it's just you know the you know the thing I was doing before, and you know I had these. People trying to get, they were like, "Oh no, we've got papers everywhere." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get the papers. Well, they wanted to like make a statue of me, you know. And it's like I get that a lot. Like a lot of, like a lot of people want to make statues of me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a good no, thing. No, I'm, I'm hearing you saying yeah, but I don't think you understand how many people want to make statues of me. Personally. I'm confused because it seems like a good um, thing, a nice thing. But then they always depict me with a paperclip. Yeah. But what's, you know, it doesn't always have to... I have other things. I don't know. I don't know. Just it's name fine. one other... What's another, like, hobby or thing that you've got? What? Like? I don't want to... I don't want to advertise it. No, to, I... But to it's just... Friend. I look around. <laughs> it's just us, Gerald. It's just us. I... Make a perception check. Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it's not just us. Nineteen. It's just you. Ah! <laughs> just keep you on your toes. So there was like a conspiracy there. I'm really gonna press you for this. Gerald. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell. Um, I like to. I like to play the saxophone. I've got it like a band. Like I'm in like a band. Gerald. I like to play the saxophone. You play, that's amazing. But everyone's always like, hey, hey, paperclip man. Oh my gosh, we love you. You're so great. And I'm like, yeah, I know. They're like, no, you don't understand because you're so great. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But but what about my saxophone career, you know? But there you are. Well, Gerald. It's an insight into my life. Very beautiful. And I'm so glad you have a musical outlet. Yeah. And next time your band is playing, invite me. I'll come along. Okay. I'll, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweep around the rest of the room now, away from the body, looking for um, either objects that could be involved in in the murder, or maybe just things that were dropped by anyone in the room. Okay, so you're doing a sweep of the room rather than of the clues, body. Miles. Okay. <laughs> okay, you want some clues? You want some clues, do you? <laughs> yes, Is that what you want? Please. <laughs> All right. Let okay. me roll, Miles. Why don't you make an investigation check, and we'll see if you get any. <laughs> uh, six. Okay. There's a few things you find just that are fairly out in the open, kind of under desks and stuff. But they took a, a bit of an exploration of the room in order to find them. Um, but the, the things you do find uh, as a result of that. Are a <clears throat> there seems to be a, a a light dusting of copper dust in the entryway. It's uh there's a, there's just a like kind of little pile of it uh, in the corner, not loads but enough to be noticeable. 
Uh, and it's a copper-colored dust. And it's metallic in feel and a little sharp. And you kind of touch it and it gets a little bit... Well, if you do touch it, it gets a little bit uh, stuck in your hand like fiberglass might. Mm. Uh, and then the second thing you find uh, from just looking around uh, normally is a uh, blank index card. Hmm. But unfortunately with a six... Um, that's about it. Um, you don't find any was, kind of, yeah, anything looks like situ- a weapon. What was the situation when we were talking to Raxor in terms of how much, like, did Raxor know that there was a murdered god in his accounting department? Um, so when Death and uh, John Smith, God of Secrets, hired you for this or tasked you with this, they gave the impression that no one else knew about this than them. So as far as you know, in that sense, uh, officially, this is all off the books. Uh, whether Raxor knew about something in his own department is, uh, you could question him about it if you'd like. He didn't. He did say when you were talking to him that this was it was cleaned up and um, sectioned off by other people. So he I mean, told I, you that he hadn't seen in there. I got the impression that it was like he's just following orders in a way like mm-hmm. as in mm-hmm. he's just like standard there's just like a cornered off area he's not going to think like feasibly he's not going to think there's a dead god in there because that's not something that's happened so yeah. it's not like he could like not like guess that that's, what that's, that that's a good point if in a world where there are no murders if you see like police tape going up <laughs> you don't think that it's been a murder, right? <laughs> Probably just thinks there's like a flood in this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can oh. I look for... So we came through a set of doors. Are there any other um, doors into this room? Uh, into this room? It's identical to the room you're in, uh, meaning there's no other room, there's no other doors in here. Uh, there's just this. these kind of... There's about 100 desks, I should have said, in total. It's, it's, it's a fairly big room. Uh, but yeah, there's no other doors exiting out that you can see. Okay. Right. So that's... Okay. I was thinking of, like, any other entry points for, like... That's a good point. So th- that means that the attacker must have come through that entranceway. Yeah. Although, are there windows as well? Again, no windows. It's a pretty dank... Dank, is that the word? Drab room. Uh, there's not really any decoration. The walls are a kind of cream off-white colour. Uh, and there's very simple wooden desks lining the room, but no windows. Which also presumably means that they came down that corridor. Right? The same one we came down. Mm. And were, were there any kobolds or staff or anything in the corridor when we entered? Uh, further down the corridor, there was a kind of general hustle and bustle of people going from room to room, but, uh, you didn't see any people lingering in the corridor, no. I don't, I also don't think we could trust a, a, a kobold. I agree. But I'm thinking if one of the go- gods saw someone sneaking around, it would have been someone they knew, right? So an alarm would have been raised if it was someone they didn't know, which means... And I, I look sideways and sideways. The murderer might be one of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> um, question for the DM. Aye, aye. Is, is there such a thing? <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> aye, aye. 
<laughs> is there such a thing as the god of um <laughs> I don't know, be, being invisible? <laughs> what about the um, god of murder, Miles? <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, you you know of a god there there are gods of uh murder, but they, they concern themselves with the mortal realms up until now murder and uh you know um, death are, are things that don't apply to gods they that you've always seen them as things that apply to mortals and, and not anyone else so yeah uh, yeah there is a god of murder but they they concern themselves with uh with the, the mortal realm as it were in terms of god of going invisible there are thousands and thousands of gods and most of them do work for the for the bureau as uh that you've heard of a few that don't and are a bit uh, out on the fringes as it were but most of them do work within the structure of this bureau of god jobs and there's a god for almost everything so you probably could find uh probably is a god of going invisible or unseen things um hmm. interesting right so last thing i want to do i think is look up what do i see you see at the top of the roof, at uh, the top of the ceiling rather, there is a fairly uh, intricate chandelier. And it's it's got about eight candles in a circle that just hang down from the ceiling. A copper chandelier. Copper? Copper, copper you say? <laughs> Every time we come across anything that's copper in this world, we're going to be like, Copper! <laughs> There. I don't know why, but the chandelier seems interesting, so I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> An invisible ink that you cannot show to anyone else. I just spelt chandelier with an SH. Okay. <laughs> just to keep everyone up to date with okay. my notes. Okay. <laughs> A chandelier. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, can I check something? When we were with Death and, you know, John Smith, um... Mm-hmm. They said we could either go to the crime scene or we could go and talk to um, some people, didn't they? Did they tell yeah. us who? They they kind of gave you some pointers. They um they said you can go wherever you like, but they said a good place to start might either be go investigate the crime scene or going in to interview the heads of departments or get their kind of um, whereabouts subtly. Mm, okay. Um, Do you think we should go in and investigate other areas? What do you think? I've got everything I want from the crime scene, I think. What, what do you think? Uh, no, yes. Um, so I, I think we could, we should leave the department and go somewhere else, but I think maybe have one last chance with Raxor. Okay. Because I don't... I think I spent too long being impressed by his sword. <laughs> Not long enough. Really lighting the fire under his bottom. As you turn to leave, you hear a flash from the other side of the room. Uh, There is a flash of blue light, and a rift opens up. (laughs) Out of the Uh rift steps a humanoid figure, about six foot tall, uh, completely obscured by a hood uh, and a cloak that seems to encase their entire body. Uh, You see this figure stand there for a few moments, and then a hand appears out of the robe holding a molded red and green apple and it just nonchalantly tosses this apple into the center of the room 
Can we roll initiative? A figure in a cloak, did you say? Yeah, a figure completely concealed in a cloak. You can't see their face because of this hood that just kind of uh, obscures their entire face. I got 22. Woo! Woo! Um, Lovely. Non-natural 20. We came to play. Gerald and Xander turned to up. Play. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's just put that in there. Okay, lovely. Okay, first up then is Xander. I don't. I I wasted a whole burning hand spell on <laughs> on burning a piece of paper in front of a mortal. Um, <laughs> okay. I uh, we don't know who this figure is. I am going to just hold up my hands and say, Who are you? What do you want? Okay. Uh, are you doing anything else in terms of casting spells or... Uh... No, I'm gent- I'm sort of, sort of preparing that I might have to cast shield if I have to. Uh, but that, that's a reaction, so I don't have to, like, hold it or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in which case, if that's the end of your turn, the hooded figure is going to go up next. And what? Yeah, I rolled a 21. Um, they are going to step backwards, back into the rift, and vanish out of the room. What? And for a few seconds, the apple in the center of the room begins to kind of bounce very slightly on the floor. Oh, boy. It begins to bounce more like and that. more, and you hear a rumbling from around the room. And then the apple just explodes outwards. And out of it burst two world tree termites, the things that attacked you uh, last oh. time we were playing. These kind of long, insect-like, almost like a millipede, um, that burst forth with these nasty little pincers at the front of their, uh, front of their face and writhe over to you but a third creature bursts out of this apple and you see a tiny little scorpion what it looks like in the center of this apple which with a horrifying crack of uh, bone stretches out into a giant scorpion <sighs> that's the end of their turn because they've been summoned um next up but there is a this giant scorpion in the center room, as well as these two world tree termites uh, flanking it on either side. Next up is Gerald. Okay. Okay. We're a bit outnumbered. But that's okay. Um, there are uh, chairs in this room, right? Uh, yes, yeah, there are chairs and desks. There's hundreds of them. Well, a hundred of them. Okay, I, I straight <laughs> exactly up want to want to pick up a chair and just throw it at one of these (laughs) things (laughs) i don't Uh, know what that would count as as (laughs) well we're going to count that as an improvised weapon uh so since it's cool let's just give it the stats of like a club which is a d6 damage um so go ahead and roll a dex check uh to see if you can lob this this chair accurately at the uh at the world is this the termite or the scorpions one of your main skills 
to Mike. Um, can I throw it at? I feel like I want to throw it at the scorpion. Uh, go for it. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, okay. Uh, that is a 15. 15 exactly hits. You see this oh chair <laughs> sail through the air and shatter over the front of this scorpion's mandibles, and it just lets forth a... <sighs> Go ahead and roll damage. Yay. Uh, what is it, a d6? A d6, yeah. Four. Nice. You see it recoil from, and a little bit of green ichor just bursts out from near one of its mandibles, and it rears back and lets out a screech. Uh, anything else with your turn? <laughs> that was just—it was so short. Yeah. <laughs> that was before the chair, and then the chair hit it. <laughs> can I move, or is that not? Uh, you can still move. Yeah. Can I like? I'm like a really nimble, dexterous character. Um, so can I just like roll to the ground behind a table? Kind of thing. Uh, yeah, like, sure. Action, action, man, style. So you're gonna take cover behind a behind a. Behind it's a still desk. brave though, Miles. I don't know why you said take cover. You know, I'm so just. You're gonna, I'm just... You're gonna run and hide. Is yeah. That's the, <sighs> that's I'm the... an important god. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course you can do that. And actually, um, if you go and get cover, you will get plus two to your AC because you're under half cover. If you still oh, want to be able to hit cool. them. Cool. Uh, so go ahead and make a note of that just for in case in case I forget when I'm uh, okay. attacking. Nice. Uh, anything else with the turn? As you scouch behind this... Scouch? That's a new word. Scouch behind a desk. And <laughs> get ready for the next turn. Um, I think... No, I think that's my turn, yeah. Okay. Next up is going to be the termites. But then... You hear something in the distance. You hear, what is that? Is that, is that flute music? Yeah. What the devil is going on? You hear a strange kind of ethereal flute music coming from further up the corridor. And you hear this flute music getting louder and louder, approaching the room you're in. A figure appears in the doorway, in the shadows of the corridor. Deanna, would you like to describe your character? Yes. So you see a, for a god, relatively young looking lady who is purple and has multicolored hair with purples and pinks and yellows. She's wearing a pink polka dotted dress and some really sort of stylish heeled boots and in her hand is a little flute and she's just playing a little tune and she gently lowers the flute looks into the room and all you hear is hee <laughs> nice and would you like to do anything with your turn as you crest into this room you probably used all your movement to get here hmm. uh, but you're now in the doorway so if you'd like to do anything from afar, you can. Um, could I? What What could I see as I go into the room? Do I have to look around in order to to like move behind things? Uh, good point. So, as you approach the doorway, you could probably see it's lit up in here because one of them's lit a torch. So you can see these two figures, uh, Xander and Gerald. Uh, if you'd like to give a 
quick redescription of your guys' characters just to uh, set the scene. A short, plump man, uh, balding and a little bit sweaty. A very tall, very slim man with a full head of hair. <laughs> and like, as well you know, as that. You know, you know <laughs> Portal 2, the, the two <laughs> robots? The... <laughs> it is absolutely like, that. I can't remember their names. Atlas and something, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you see two portal robots and then in the distance you see a giant scorpion that is currently reeling with a chair leg in its mouth and two world tree termites which you would recognize as these kind of bug creatures that infest the world tree and uh, generally uh, look down upon and not particularly nice okay as well as hundreds of desks that fill the room some of them have been thrown apart and of course you see the body of a god in the center of the room i'm starting to think these desks are key he's mentioned hundreds of desks (laughs) just setting the scene (laughs) so i think for now i'll just kind of go and do like a little forwards roll behind the nearest desk and sort of tuck myself away okay nice so you take cover behind one of the desks and just vanish out of sight uh well (laughs) from the scorpions i suppose uh and in which case, next up, it's going to be the termites and the scorpion. The scorpion is going to charge like a band. <laughs> termites and the scorpion. Yeah, <laughs> that's a heavy metal band. Absolutely. Uh, the scorpion is going to go first, and it's going to charge at where the chair came from. I'm afraid, but being a scorpion, it's not exactly bright. It's just going to kind of charge through the desks to get you. But because there's so many of these, it's going to count as difficult terrain, meaning it moves at half speed. Uh, so it's just going to, it's not going to make any effort to climb effort to climb over these. It's just going to charge ahead and it's going to get about 15 feet closer to you guys. The other side of the room, it's that they're about 35 feet away. So it's going to spend its turn to going 15 meters it's going to dash go another 15 meters and then it's within range of you but it's used all of its movement to get there so you see this great hulking chitinous monstrosity kind of charging towards you knocking over desks like a bull in an ikea shop and (laughs) 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 Uh, are you waiting to use that miles has that written down on his notepad (laughs) yeah yeah it's the only note i have so you know the rest of the session is going to go off the rails but uh And then the two termites are going to climb over the desks. So they're going to be able to get to you because they are climbing over the desks and avoiding this difficult terrain. Because the scorpion's so big, it's it's taking a bit more effort. Uh, One of them is going to go after you, Xander. Mm -hmm. We'll start with that. That's going to be a 14 to hit. Doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. As the mandibles come down at you, you just sidestep out of the way and they swish past you and you feel the air go past you as it, um, as it misses and lets out a... Uh, the next termite is going to charge over to you, Gerald, and try and bite down from the desk it's on. Oof. Ooh. And that's a 22 to hit. Oh, man. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> it has the high ground. It's, yeah... <laughs> That's only three damage, three piercing damage, as it manages to sink its right mandible into your arm. Okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, but you managed to shake it off and, and, and get back to your uh, back to your position. Oh, hang on, did you add the plus two? I did. Oh, sorry, it's 22, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, my bad. That sounded very passive aggressive. I'd have to have, have, to have a really <laughs> high AC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Lovely. In which case, after these termites have scuttled forward, we're going to go back to the top of the round with Xander. Okay. I am... I hope this doesn't backfire. I have a phase step, so I can cast Misty Step once per short rest. So mm-hmm. I'm going to bamf up to the chandelier. Nice. <laughs> I'm quite a quite a, a large man. Well, I'm short, but I'm, I'm weighty. So I'm really <laughs> hoping that it, I stay on the chandelier and sort of hold on to it like a pirate almost. <laughs> Uh, in which case, yeah, you manage to face step, which you vanish in a puff. Well, what does it look like? Uh, kind of like um, something from maybe Star Trek, like the idea of like uh, like doors closing. Like you just see the outside of me disappear first and then it closes to the inside. And you see this flash of light and then I'm gone. But it happens quite quickly. And then you reappear, clutching the chandelier, and you 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 all hear this ungodly squeaking as this plump figure just wheels back and forth on this <laughs> chandelier. Uh, for this uh-huh. round, I'm going to say you're fine, but okay. I am going to say uh, every round you're going to make mm-hmm. a check uh, to see if well, I'm going to make a check to see if the chandelier holds, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to get it's going to get harder every time. Okay, um, so you know. I was also It'll start off nice and easy, but yeah. Bonus action hide, but I'm guessing that's going to be quite tricky. <laughs> uh, is that was was that a bonus action bamf you did with the? No, I think misty step. Um, oh, misty step is a bonus action. Okay, in which case I can't bonus action hide. You could hide as an action. You could still do that. Oh yeah, I can. Um, can, can I hide on the chandelier? Though? Sure. I mean, I'd say if it was a humanoid you were fighting, they might <laughs> they might recognize you up there, but. Uh, can scorpions look up? <laughs> what a profound like, question. Like dogs that, people say dogs can't look up, right? Yeah, dog or pigs. Pigs oh, can't look pigs? up. Like, I feel like dogs can look dogs up. Can I look think up. dogs can look up. I think pigs can't look up. And elephants um, can't jump. <laughs> and Xander can't climb. So, um, uh yeah i'll try oh, and hide we'll we've had a quick google and scorpions cannot see very well so because of that i'm gonna say <laughs> you can hide on this on the chandelier you're gonna go ahead and make a make a stealth check um you'd get advantage because you disappeared but you'll oh. get disadvantage because you're on the chandelier oh. so it's just a straight roll <laughs> <laughs> that was an emotional roller coaster. i just like to keep uh, you on your toes though <laughs> okay it was it was an eight on the dice on the die but i ha- add 10 to my stealth Okay, in which case an 18. Expertise, baby. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. an 18 is, is going to be enough. You, you, you seem to have lost their threat level. Uh, you, you've gone off their radar, as it were. Um, so I'm just going to gently swing there and start reaching for my uh, bow. Excellent. Next up, Gerald. Whoop, whoop. Gerald. That's just Gerald saying that. (laughs) From behind the desk. You all hear that. Hey, you're hiding in a chandelier. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've obviously, I've got one of the termites, like, literally above me, don't I? Uh, Yes, yeah, you have one on the desk in front of you. Okay. Um, I would, in that case, I would like to get out one of my trusty sharpened paperclip shivs and <laughs> go right for its neck. Ooh. 
right in between the chitin, uh, chitin armor. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll to hit. And this is just a normal melee roll. Let's go, Gerald. Um, do I add that when I roll that? Yes. Sorry, I'm conferring. Yes, conferring with Xander. Okay. Okay, that is a 17 to hit. 17 will absolutely hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Beautiful. Okay, so that is a 1d4 plus 3. Mm -hmm. um, 5 damage. 5 damage. As you jab this paperclip into the side of this scorpion, more green ichor bursts out and it lets, it lets out a little scream. Uh, you, you've heard it pretty bad. These are not... These are not beastly things well they are beastly things but they're not uh terrifying beasts you've seen these guys before the scorpion is a little more uh, scary but you you manage to just uh, give this thing a nice little shiving is that the word <laughs> uh, lovely anything else with your turn um no that's everything i believe you can attack twice if you like because you did that uh you have the extra oh my gosh thing, i did you? i need to remember that okay then I'd like to get one of my other sharpened paperclip shivs and try and jam it in the other side. So I've kind of got like a, like a, like a, you know how people eat corn on the cob? <laughs> <laughs> Termite on the cob. <laughs> yeah, basically. Go and roll. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Rotisserie termite. <laughs> oh no. Mm. Um, that is a nine tier. Unfortunately, a nine misses. So the no. next one, uh, it's kind of writhing in your grip as you hold this other paperclip in it, and the other one just bounces off its armor. Anything okay. else? Okay. Um, no. Lovely. Next up, Deanna. I won't say your character's name. You can reveal <laughs> that. Uh, okay, so I have rolled behind the desk closest to the door. Mm -hmm. How far away are they all from me? Uh, so you guys would have been near the center of the room because you were investigating the, the the god's body, right? So I'd say they're about 20 feet away from you. Okay. Is there anything that looks particularly threatening to me? Uh, There's a giant scorpion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it's pretty scary. <laughs> uh, um... And two, two termites. But one of the termites seems to be concerned with something under the desk. And the other one is kind of looking around confused. Okay. Uh, it was attacking something, but who knows where that went. So from behind the desk, where I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay hidden. I'm just gonna start like whispering into my flute, and I'm going to cast vicious mockery. Nice, nice. And what, what are you? So for those at home, vicious mockery is a spell that uh, allows you to insult your enemy and deal damage to them. So what would you like to say to these uh, bug things to? to Give him the old one too. <laughs> um, well, so the I would like all of my vicious mockery to remain a secret, hidden within these little bubbles that fly out of my flute, so no one can hear them until the bubble pops right next to the victim from wherever scorpions can hear from. I don't know where scorpions can hear from. Do they? Have, they don't have ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> to Google. <laughs> we definitely need like an in-house researcher who just researches yeah. all our bullshit questions. <laughs> um, 
Absolutely, that's very cool. Uh, you, you whisper into your flute, and the rest of you, you see this bubble appear out at the end of it and just float towards... Uh, are you focusing on one of the termites? On the scorpion. On the scorpion, okay. Yeah. It floats towards the scorpion and hits its mandible and just pops in front of it. And there's a kind of very brief, like a rush of wind, like... <laughs> and it's going to make a saving throw. Was this the scorpion you sent it to? Yeah, the scorpion, nice. I think. So that's a, a... What kind of saving throw is it? Wisdom. A 14 it rolled. Is that it? It has to. Ah, so it meets. <laughs> it meets um, it, okay. Yeah, it so meets it, it so it succeeds. Ah, so okay. this time, it kind of... It, it hears this insult and then goes... <laughs> <laughs> and fixes its eyes on you. <laughs> oh, no. What, it can um, see me now? I'm still tucked behind... Uh, you you haven't hidden. If you'd like to hide as an action, you can do that. Um, I can't do it while I'm turn. still hidden. Uh, so you're not hidden at the moment. You would have need to make a roll. Sorry, that's my bad. But uh, because you're behind the desk, you do get a plus AC bonus like Gerald does. So you will get plus two to your armor class. So you're harder to hit, but it can st- it still knows where you are. Okay. Okay. Sense. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh no. You'd need to if you wanted to hide. You'd need to take the hide action. Okay, okay, cool. I should explain that. It's my bad. Uh, But anyway, uh, would you like to do anything else? You can still move about or reposition. Um, I think I I can reposition. If you'd like, you can still move. I just want, can I like duck back down? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, you can duck back behind the desk. Okay. Um, And you get plus two to your AC whilst you're behind that desk. Uh, So you're harder to hit. Uh, If that's your turn, it's now going to be the termites slash scorpion turn. I'll say the monster turn. The one... Near you, Gerald, is going to... Uh, <laughs> I just got a text from someone listening to this show who said that scorpions hear through small vibrations in their legs. A little scorpion fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, listeners at home. Uh, Don't clog up the phone lines, guys. Uh, so I've many calls. more <laughs> from this episode than I've ever learned at school. <laughs> That's deeply concerning to me. (laughs) Uh, The first one is going to try and attack you, Gerald, and it rolled a uh, nine to hit. Uh, That does not hit. Sorry, an eight to hit, which I assume also doesn't hit. (laughs) Uh, Hey, why are you uh, boosting up your numbers there, huh? What's going on? (laughs) I'm cheating. That's uh, (laughs) Ah. Yeah, I'm outright cheating at the game, yeah. Uh, The second termite that was trying to attack, trying to attack you, uh, uh, Xander, is going to look round, befuddled, and then begin to make its way over uh, to Gerald as well, uh, because it's the nearest nearest target at the moment. Yeah, um, come, come for me. It's going to try and take an attack at you once it gets there. It rolled a nineteen plus three is another twenty-two. <laughs> On the second. I, I, let me just check. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that hit. <laughs> uh, but again, it's the same roll. That's three damage, three piercing ah. damage as it sinks one of its other mandible into you, and you're kind of wrestling with this second, uh, second yeah. termite. Just enjoy the chandelier. Enjoy the view. Yeah, well, we'll see if it comes crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> the scorpion. This is when it crushes me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you die. This is kind of a <laughs> farcical slapstick this has turned into. Um, the scorpion is going to fix its eyes on you, Deanna's character. <laughs> and it's going to charge over, moving at half speed again. Uh, but because it's 
close enough now, I'd say it could probably get there um, with the remainder of its speed. And it is going to take a swipe at you. In fact, it's going to take three swipes at you. Two with its claws and then one with its sting. It's going to do the two claw attacks first. Um, the first one is a uh, eight to hit. Does not hit. Misses. Nice. The second one is a natural one. <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> so the first, uh, an auto miss. The first claw comes spinning around to you. You just hop out of the way. The second one comes crashing into a desk nearby. The sting is then going to, it's kind of rooted itself in this position. It's going to whip forward with its stinging tail and try and hit you with that. Oh, my God. That's a nine to hit? It does not hit. Why do you sound disappointed, DM? I... These desks, uh... man. Because because it seems my luck as Sal has carried over <laughs> to the DM chair. <laughs> and I can't hit anything. <laughs> um, we should lovely. always have you as the DM. <laughs> Roll those nat ones. <laughs> so these two scorpion hits just... And it's smashing up all the tables around you, but you just managed to kind of dance out the way of each blow. Mm. Um, it's mad as well. It's had a chair leg to the face. It's it's not thinking in all its, all its faculties. Uh, next up, we're back at the top of the round with Xander. Uh, are you happy with me? Oh, yeah. Do you need to check if I... Do you need to... Uh, I'll say it happens on... So lair actions usually happen on, like, initiative round 20. So I'll say you get your turn, and then we'll find out if the... Simultaneously okay. with Gerald's turn, we'll find out if the... Are you, are you happy with me being able to hold a bow whilst on the chandelier? I realise <laughs> I'm kind of stressing, stretching my luck here. Sure, I tell you what. Because you have to use both hands to use your bow, it does mean you'll be purely using the power of leg day in order to remain on this chandelier. <laughs> doesn't do like <laughs> Xander went to the gym once and uh, he got cramps. He just rearranged some of the equipment. Yeah, he kept taking the weights <laughs> off the dumbbells. <laughs> so um, the way we're going to play this is if you do decide to use your bow, when uh, we make the check later, it'll be more difficult to stay on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I got to, I got to get this sneak attack. Going. Or actually, what might be fairer is if. Uh, it, it's going to minus one to your attack roll. That'll do it. Because you're kind of swinging on this thing and you're kind of trying to have to, having to balance. And, sure. You know. uh, so minus one to your attack roll because you're on the chandelier. Cool. Uh, if I attack the um, scorpion, I believe I have advantage if you consider me hidden. Yes, indeed. You are hidden, so you would get advantage. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, so I'm subtracting one, but with advantage. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Okay, da, 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 da. 21 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage plus sneak attack damage, am I right? It's going to be, so my normal damage is a 1d6 plus 4, and then sneak attack, I add an extra 3d6, I believe. Blimey. Nine. Beefy. 14. 19. Ooh, 25 damage. Oh, <laughs> This uh, scorpion that's attacking uh, attacking this stranger that has entered the room is smashing up these desks and it pauses for a moment in frustration and goes to let out a roar. But as it opens its mandibles, this arrow just lands in between where its mouth is. Uh, and instead of a scream, it lets forward a kind of gargle. Of, uh, that really hurt it. It's still alive, but that that's really, no. really hurt it. Uh, what? 
scorpion is this? It's it's a it's a big one. <laughs> it's a big boy. <laughs> uh, anything else with your turn? You still have your bonus action. Yeah. Um, I don't. I just don't feel like I can, in all good conscience, hide after I've just fired a bow from <laughs> the top of a chandelier. What can they really do to you, though, if you're up on the chandelier? That is if I'm still up on the chandelier. <laughs> because it's the first check of this chandelier, um, it's going to be a fairly easy one. So I'm going to set the DC at five because it's... Uh, so it just needs to. So the the chandelier needs to roll higher than a five on a luck check, in order to uh, remain. How high up upwards. did I bamf? You're How about. How is the chandelier? The chandelier is about thirty feet off the ground. Okay. Um. So it would hurt what, if you fell what? off, but it wouldn't kill you necessarily. Yeah, I've kind of trapped myself here, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't have another face misty step to get down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a cat up a tree. <laughs> exactly. Um, is there a is there a creature below me? I'm sorry, I'm stringing out my turn. Um, no, not yet. But you could lure something there if you wanted to. Can I? No, you know what? I'm just going to stay up here and I'm just going to try to hold on. That's all I'm. Gonna... I'm not going to do anything else with my turn. Okay. Uh, in which case, you it's going to be the chandelier's turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting make... the chandelier. <laughs> a luck check. <laughs> So it just needs to roll higher than a five. And thankfully there is someone here to hold me accountable that it will be higher than a five. But remember, my rolls are not good. Oh, that's exactly a five. <laughs> so that's that's fine. The chandelier okay. holds, but you hear a kind of ping of metal as something oh. falls off and lands on the floor. But you, you look oh. back at the chandelier, you can't identify what it was, which is, if anything, more worrying. Um, next up is Gerald's turn. Um, okay. What do I want to do? So I've got one one of them I've got like a shiv in. But the other one didn't get in. And the and then I've got another termite that's also attacking me, right? Yeah. Do you remember like um WWE SmackDown? <laughs> <laughs> this is a trick question. <laughs> I remember WWE SmackDown. <laughs> I would like to um, uh, pick up one of the chairs that's next to me and use it and like break it on a on the termite's back. You know, it's really just oof. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll, and I'll say I I like this. It's cool. Uh, so we'll go with the club again instead of an improvised weapon. So it's going to be a d six of 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 damage. Um, so go is ahead it, and roll to attack. Is it a dex thing? Uh, if you're up this close, I'll give you the option, seeing as, you know, dex or strength, whichever you'd prefer. Dex. Definitely dex. I'm feeling cool. dexterity for some strange reason. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Ah. Ah. <laughs> That's a nine. Oh, boy. Uh, unfortunately, a nine doesn't hit. Uh, so the chair does smash across the back of this um, termite, but it just shatters uh, into into various bits and pieces. Um, you do have a second okay. attack if you'd like to okay. do anything. Um, could I then um, kind of like 
kind of like, like, hmm, jump on a desk. Okay, I'm just asking if I can do this. Jump on a desk, kind of run, kind of build up speed, you know, jump to the next desk, jump to the next desk, and then just like jump off it and kick one of these termites. Oh, so you want to parkour and then kick, <laughs> kick, a, kick a termite in the face. Yeah, yeah, of course you can do that. That's cool. <laughs> Um, I'll say you need to make a what you'll need to do. This is again, you don't have to do. You can choose not to do this if uh, it's too risky. But you you will have to do an acrobatics check in order to successfully jump off the three different desks, um, and then you can make a normal attack against it. It'll be an unarmed strike. Okay, so I need to just I need to get an acrobatics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it'll be a DC of ten. Let's say. Okay, well that's a that's a twenty one. What does it what does it look like? What kind of flips are you doing? Okay, so I'm just like I'm I'm I've jumped on the first table. I'm running. I've jumped to the next one. I'm still running. I'm getting up that speed. I'm jumping to the third desk. People can't believe what's happening. And then I just I I jump off, right? And then I use both of my legs to like i'm like i'm like um horizontal in the air and i just kick this termite straight in the face <laughs> i'm picturing like matrix bullet time when you're in the air like the camera moves around you but yeah. you stay still and then you kick we can see yeah. the trace of you through the air with the kind of like airlines <laughs> behind you yeah <laughs> um absolutely go ahead and make an attack roll um this one will be strength um, because it's yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. um but nah, because it's cool, we'll, we'll, you can use your dex mod to do the kick. Only because you're doing matrix mode. It's <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <boy. laughs> That's a good sound. To <laughs> that's, that's an eight. Oh. I really wish I could have, you know, why did I have to get a 21 in one of them and an 8 in another? You know, why couldn't that be? <laughs> you all watch as, uh, as, as Gerald so leaps up onto a desk, plants a foot, expertly twists through the air onto another one, keeps running, flips, does all this crazy acrobatic stuff. And then this two-footed dive forwards. The termite is watching this whole thing kind of nonplussed. <laughs> Uh, and as you leap towards it, it's just going to scuttle out the way to the side and you just hit the floor. Uh, the broken remains of one of the desks is on the floor and you hit that and just, it hurts. It hurts. Um, you'll take well, one. Actually, no, you're not going to take damage for it. That would be mean. But um, And then a gonna... chandelier comes crashing down. <laughs> <laughs> just for my luck. You know, I tried to go for a WWE SmackDown. Then I tried to do parkour and I failed on both. <laughs> it's not a good day for Gerald. <laughs> uh, would you like to do anything else with your turn? <laughs> no, I really wouldn't, Mark. <laughs> Gerald is done. <laughs> Gerald is done. Gerald's lying on the floor holding their back. <laughs> um... In which case, next up, the stranger with the flute. What would you like to do? Um. So, what's the last thing that happened to me? It was the scorpion. Yeah, the scorpion above me. charged over and, and tried to attack you three times and missed all three times. And I saw the arrows hit it, and it went. Yeah, it's it's annoyed. Yeah. It's hurt, but it's it's annoyed now. It's in a corner. Okay. 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 I. Okay. What am I gonna do? 
I is it still looking at me? Uh, it's kind of, I mean, looking is a strong word. Um, <laughs> is it facing me or is it facing where It's we still are facing it's you. It's okay, still facing okay. you. It's not turned around yet. In which case, I think I'm going to try and do a sneaky sneak and fro- and do like a, a little roly-poly to the desk next to me and hope it doesn't spot me. Okay, I... I... You'd have to hide in order to do that, I would say. Okay. So you'd need to use your action yeah. to hide. So you wouldn't be able to attack after you did it. No, 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 that's round. fine. It would just be a hide. Also, because um, if you do, I, I'll warn you now, if you want to do a hide, if you want to hide in this room, if you want to do a hide, <laughs> if you want to do a hide in this room, it's going to be very, very hard because it's well lit. Uh, and the scorpion, whilst it can't see well, that's the reason I'm letting the checks go ahead here. But it's going to be very, very difficult in order to, to hide from it. Okay. Okay. It'll be a DC of 18, I think. Uh... I think I'm going to do it. You're going to take the risk? Yeah. Okay. And you won't be able to attack Go. afterwards as well. Just, yeah. so you know, just so you know all the, all the details. <laughs> uh, nice. In which case, you're going to take a roll uh, of a stealth check. A uh, stealth check. Uh, that'll be... Are we roll up? This one. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, so I I have a modifier of plus nine, but I only rolled a three. So no, <laughs> that makes modifier of plus nine. <laughs> that was more doable than I thought it was going to be. You just <laughs> didn't do it. Uh, you you watch as this stranger lets out a giggle and then rolls forward straight into a desk. <laughs> and now you are also on the floor, kind of holding your back slightly. Uh, <laughs> How is Xander coming off the best? (laughs) (laughs) So currently, there is a scorpion reeling about in a pool of ichor. (laughs) There are two termites looking confused. And then there's two gods lying on the floor going, oh, my back. And a a third one dangling from the ceiling with a bow in one hand. (laughs) With candles dropping out of the the sky. Um, Would you like to do anything else with your turn? Um... No, I think I'm just going to take the L <laughs> and just lay there in self-pity. Um, the scorpion, whilst it still knows you're there and it's up next, it did just get hit for 25 damage. Uh, so it's going to turn around, uh, still gargling, and it's going to charge uh, under to, wh- to where you are, Xander. It sees you up at the ceiling after this arrow comes its way. Um it's a pretty big scorpion. Uh, it's probably not going to be able to reach you very easily, but it is going to stand up on its back two legs and try and balance and rear up at you uh, and try and nip at you with its claws. But because it's um, because it's so it's so kind of precariously balanced here under this chandelier, it's going to uh, take a minus five to its attack rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes two attacks with its claws. The first is a eight to hit. Nope. Ooh. The second is a 13 to hit. Nope. Okay. In which case, this scorpion, 
as you swing, it's it's like in a it's like in a, like a Jumanji movie or something. Yeah. This chandelier swings one way, and this claw nips at the air, and then as it tries to nip at the other side, the chandelier swings out of the way the other way, and <laughs> uh, you manage to just miss it by the skin of your teeth each time. Uh, the two termites. Uh, one of them is going to skittle over to see its prey on the floor. It's going to try and attack you, Gerald. Um, that is a uh, 16 to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. And that's eight piercing damage as it um, Absolutely nips ridiculous. at you. Uh, the other termite is going to skittle over to this stranger who has now made themselves right <laughs> announced uh, announced themselves to this room. Uh, he's going to try and take a swipe at you with all its claws, uh, and that's an at one. Okay, that does not hit. Which does not hit, as its mandibles just whip Could you past imagine your if it did? head. <laughs> <laughs> I have an armor class of zero. <laughs> um, that's the end of that turn. Xander, you're up next. Um. I am gonna the, the the chandelier is not looking good. Uh, to be honest, if I stay up here, I'm just like uh, food for scorpions. So I'm gonna take matters into my own hands, and he's he's going to um, kind of wait until he can see a good moment to let go of the chandelier and drop bareback onto the scorpion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what he would like to do. <laughs> um, nice. Okay, it's going to be an acrobatics check. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you're directly above it, and it's it's the, it's going to be a uh, DC of 13. Lucky 13. 24. Nice, nice. You will watch as Xander, this plump figure dangling from the ceiling, just slips off this chandelier and just perfectly lands on the back of this scorpion. And what? it's still writh- writhing about under you. It's like a kind of nightmarish rodeo. Um, <laughs> and then, what would you like to do? That's not. That's just a free action because it's just your movement, essentially. Are you happy with me um, taking a, a sword out? Yeah. And using it? Yeah. Uh, in which case, the bow is sort of like, um, I don't know. Uh, would you, when... when uh, Elves and whatever, like, uh, wear it like a backpack, their bow. You know, yeah. I've, like, put it over my yeah. shoulder. Yeah. And I pull my rapier out and full on I'm just plunging it into the into the back of this scorpion, right? It's not delicate. Ooh. I'm not, Ooh. you know, finding a gap. I'm just plunging it in. Ooh. Which is going to mean... Uh, I don't think any of my friends are being attacked by it. I think they're both being attacked by termites. Uh, yes, that is true. My the other <laughs> gods in the room. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's just a straight, it's not sneak attack, but there we go. And it's a 12 to hit. A 12. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, a 12 does not hit the scorpion. No How worries. have you managed that? So did I take no damage from the fall? Can you I took no check? damage from the fall because it was nice. a acrobatics check, yeah. Uh, uh, and now I'm just going to try and hold on uh, <laughs> as best I can, I think. Um... um <laughs> You bring your rapier down, yep. it just bounces off one of the armor plates, and you you get that thing, you know, where you hit something really hard and the vibrations go up your elbow and into your funny bone? Yeah, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't take any damage, but, oh, it hurts. Uh, That's my turn. Lovely. Next up is Gerald. Can I run something by the DM? <laughs> no, here yes, we go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, I had an idea for um a weapon, but um, I don't know if I'm just allowed to bring that up. Um, I I kind of wanted you know like knuckle dusters, um, but like say if they were spiked with like pointy paper clips. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's quite a specific uh, <laughs> creation, I'd say. Have you just invented this right yeah. now? No, I actually thought about it last week. I was doing... <laughs> no, I mean, has Gerald just been like bending paper clips under his fingers right now? I, I, I'd say you'd probably need some time in order to craft that because it sounds like quite an intricate. Okay, I mean, what, that's fair. If you could do that right now in six seconds, <laughs> you can have I'm the god. I'm the uh, god of paper clips. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, but I think I think you'd probably need some time in order to craft something like okay, that. You, you could craft it, being fair. the god of paper clips, but not in the midst of battle. That's probably... Well, you could try, okay. but it's going to take a few rounds to, to do. Um, okay, that's fine. I would like to... Um, I think I'd like to straight up punch one of these termites. <laughs> nice. I, I think Gerald is done with the finessing. <laughs> <laughs> He's angry. He's tired. <laughs> uh, nice. Go ahead and make an attack roll then. Oh, thought I lost my d20 then. Gosh. Um, okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Well, it was slightly cocked. I mean, no, Um, nine. (laughs) Nine does not hit, unfortunately. It just bounces off the side of its armor. But Um, I do have two attacks. You do indeed. Yeah. I'm just going to straight up try and punch again. (laughs) He's hearing like rocky music as he's doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a 22. Absolutely that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, so with a punch, that's going to be a uh, one plus your strength mod. Uh, three. Three. Nice. You do three damage as you just clock this termite across the face and it lets out a, another little scream, which I won't do for the sake of my own vocal cords. Uh, but it kind of, a little splotch of echo lands on your uh, lands on your face as you do. Um, nice. It's looking, it's looking very hurt. It's looking very hurt, but it's still standing. It's a little dazed and confused now, but it's uh, it's still standing. Anything else with your turn? No, that's everything. Lovely. Next up, the stranger. Okay, so I have I've fallen on the floor. Yeah. My ego has been wounded. I is would ego like one of the to... uh, one of the gods? <laughs> 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 I would like to pull out my flute and cast calm emotions. Okay, okay. Uh, could you give the description of calm emotions? What are you attempting to do with the spell? So, from my flute, I would like to have a big bubble rise above everyone, and it bursts and lets out a blue powder that falls over. Uh, everybody for can I quick question DM mm-hmm. can I tell who are gods or do I, 
Do I not know? Yeah. And okay. who are termites? You can tell. You can tell. <laughs> in this world, who can tell who is a god and who is a termite? They walk amongst us. <laughs> Hidden. It could be your neighbour. It could be your friend. It could be Hi, you. Gerald. It could be you. Oh, you, got, you beat me to <laughs> Anyway. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> what was the question? Yeah, yeah, no. You can tell who the gods okay. are. You can tell these guys are gods. Um, okay. Even if you haven't met them before, you you, you can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So for the gods, I would like it to have no effect. It just, like, does nothing. And for the termites and the scorpions, it should be able to make them indifferent towards the gods. Like, it makes them not be angry and want to kill us anymore or like hostile at least okay and does this target can this target creatures uh yes a creature i think it just uh, targets i think it humanoids. can only target humanoids unfortunately it doesn't say that oh it each does. humanoid in the 20 oh, foot yeah no. yeah it's one of those nasty spells in D oh, that no. that you get a cool idea and then it sinks you with the rules which is a which uh, is a shame in which oh, case tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing still like all over? Yeah, it's in? still it's still reeling and writhing, and now and now Xander is currently riding it, <laughs> and I'm also no, reeling and writhing. Yeah. Is there a scorpion <laughs> over me or a termite over? Sorry, there's a termite over you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, scorpion okay. in the corner. <laughs> Another great van name. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, okay, in that case, I'm gonna cast vicious mockery at it again. Fantastic. Uh, in that case, it it'll make a wisdom save. Mm-hmm. They're not wise. And um, what does it have to beat? 14. 14. It's rolled a natural 20. My <laughs> Oh my god. god. That's the wisest, <laughs> wisest termite there ever was. Uh, um, okay then. Um, why can you get these rolls of Sal? Right? <laughs> um, you can still move. Uh, vicious Mockery is an action? Yeah, it's an action. So you yeah, can still move yeah, and you can still do any bonus actions you have. Okay. Um... I think, oh, goodness. Be- because it's engaged with you, if mm. you do move as well, it will get it will get to swipe at you, whether there's a reaction. How but big is this termite? You have cover. Can I, like, slide underneath it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's climbed up on a desk to attack you guys, so okay. you could slide underneath the desk that it's yeah. on top of if you want to. Can yeah. I just do that? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you, um... You, so you retain your plus two kind of cover benefit from being under the desk as this termite is on top of it. Uh, lovely. Uh, anything else? Nope. I think that's me. Cool. Next up, the termites are going to go. The termite on top of you is going to try and look between the, the the gaps of this desk and try and bite down at you as it does. Um, so you have a plus two to whatever your normal AC is. Um, Ooh, could I... Actually, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, it's rolled a... 17? Oh, sorry, a 16. Oh, wait. Can I, as a reaction, cast Cutting Words? Yes, you can, yes. So uh, would you like to describe what Cutting Words is? Yes, so Cutting Words, basically, I'm not sure. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, I really dropped you in it there. Uh, Cutting Words is a bard ability that allows bards to... um, uh, 
subtract from attack rolls of enemies and uh, saving throws of enemies. So if something tries to hit you, you can distract it with with cutting words of of, of an insult. What do you say as you? I say this nothing. I whisper quietly, just just really nasty things like, <laughs> "You don't look good today." And, <laughs> Someone forgot to shower. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so it's rolled a just, 16. Just these little bubbles fly out at the end of the flute with these little notes encapsulated inside them. You see these bubbles just... That was a terrible bubble noise. Oh, my yeah. Lord. They're horrifying. That was terrifying. Um, <laughs> cloud around this, uh, this, this termite uh, and begin to pop. And do they let out? colors or anything or do they no you just hear them like hiss, like and say this uh go ahead and roll your cutting words die yes that is so it rolled a 16 so what does it need in order to miss you um it needs less than a 14 uh but you have plus two from the table oh so it needs less than so actually, 16 anything you roll will actually stop this from hitting and i will yeah. yeah well unless i roll a one no because it rolled a 16 so even if you roll a one it will go down to 15 and then yeah oh. so um, eight wow <laughs> so it really doesn't hit um as it sticks its head down uh it, these insults begin to uh, crowd around it and you see um at first you think it's a drop of ichor because that's what's been coming out of these bugs so far but you see a little salty globule of water just drop down from where the eye of the termite might be <laughs> and just plunk onto the floor and it kind of goes limp and just sits there considering life <laughs> Uh, it missed, but at what cost? Um, <laughs> we'll go to the next termite. <laughs> the other termite is going to attack you, Gerald, since it's still in combat yep. with you. Yep. Um, it's also rolled a 16. <sighs> that's, that's not what you want to hear. Yep, that hits. Um, these termites have... This single termite has hit you a fair amount. This uh, three. A three damage as it... Okay, that's all right. Bites at you again. Um, now the scorpion's turn okay so this is probably going to be interesting since Xander is currently on top of the scorpion <laughs> so I'm going to say since it gets three attacks two of those claws are going to be directed at you Xander but if it misses it's going to hit itself <laughs> nice. because it's trying to claw down on top of you this uh, is like the, uh, in the, in the Incredibles yeah it's, <laughs> it's the, the robot that big ball yeah uh, so the first attack is a uh, is an eight to hit misses yeah uh so the first one is going to hit itself as it bashes its um bashes its head with its own claw um that's gonna be six damage to itself as it does that uh the next claw comes whipping around and Oof. Uh, a 16 to hit that hits yeah okay so the next one is five bludgeoning damage as this claw um, grabs you. And as it does, you're automatically grappled. Uh, it now loses an attack whilst you're grappled because it's holding onto you. Uh, you has can... it like picked me off its back? Is it like holding <laughs> me in front of it now? <laughs> you're still on its back, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of grappled you in its claw and it's holding you there. Um, it's then going to... Yeah, it's going to try and hit you with its sting now that it's got you there. Um, 
and I think if you're grappled, it gets advantage. Um, tell you what, I'm not sure, so I won't do that for now, because that seems unfair. For me to just do it on a whim. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, the, the sting roll was a natural 20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which... Zander, things have gone from pretty good to pretty bad for very quickly. So for those at home, a natural 20 is a critical hit which means the dice we're rolling are, are doubled. Um, oh, roll I forgot that. 2d10. Oh my god. The first is a one. The second is a one. <laughs> Whoa, oh, nice. Man. You know, I was going to use Uncanny Dodge, but I don't even... So that's was... four total piercing damage from that. If I was but... being efficient... You know what? I will No, I will use Uncanny Dodge there. Um, okay. So I can use my reaction to halve the attack's damage against me. Okay, so you take two. When an attacker that I can see hits me with an attack. Yeah, in which case you take you take two instead of four. But as you do, as this sting grazes you, could you make a constitution save? Oh god. <laughs> I knew I just I knew if I got hit by that sting it'd be a problem. <laughs> and then and then the, oh, dear. oh dear. Constitution? Yeah. Four. Four? Yeah. Okay. Um He's rolling a lot of dice. (laughs) You take 25 poison damage (laughs) as this uh, poison goes through your veins and infects your kind of golden godly blood. Oh my goodness. Xander drops unconscious. Oh my goodness. Guys, we are gods. We are literally (laughs) gods. And these are termites. Oh my god. So the scorpion's looking, uh, it's looking pretty beat up, but it's, it's, it's gone into this kind of frenzy. And whilst the sting is, yeah, the, the sting is its kind of most potent weapon, you now realize as this, this um, thing comes around. Uh, that's the end of the scorpion's turn. It is going to kind of move closer. Actually, no, it's, it's going to stay where it is because it's got its prey in its, its hands and it's, it's, uh, it's occupied. Next up, we're going to go to the top of the round with Xander. Could you make your uh, first death save? Yep. So just to recap, Xander needs to roll higher than a 10, or 10 or higher, in order to get a a success. Uh, Rolls below 10, he gets a failure. If he gets three failures, he dies. We've got our first failure. (laughs) Xander, you feel something you've you've not felt before. You see the edges of your vision begin to cloud. uh, And you can see uh, things... Are not quite where they were. Things oh. have shifted off slightly. The the desks in the corner have moved slightly. The chairs are at a slightly different angle. The scorpion's sting is slightly further away than it was. And reality seems to be untethering around you. Good. Next up, <laughs> Gerald. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Um... I'd like to use a. Uh, I'd like to use one of my one of my shivs. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, can I throw it at um the scorpion? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that would be. Go ahead and make a attack roll, a dex check. 
Oh my oh, god. No. That's an eight. An eight, unfortunately, doesn't hit the straightened out, <laughs> straightened out paperclip bounces off one of the scales of armor. Um. Okay. Um. There's still a termite with me, isn't there? Uh, yes, there's still a termite next to you. Okay. Can I use um again? Can I use one of my paper clips and try and jam it like under his throat? Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead and roll to attack. Oh boy. That is a twelve. Uh, twelve. Unfortunately, she uh. This is against the termite, right? He yeah. just misses. So again, you just bounce off this uh, this this termite's armor. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, in which case, the stranger. Mm. Stranger on the shore. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm still hidden underneath. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out if I can cast. So you're not a... hidden. Remember, you're you're uh, undercover. Okay. But okay. The okay. Stealth cool. roll didn't work, so you can yeah. You oh, still have the plus two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, we're all gonna die. Um, <laughs> we are gods. We are gods. <laughs> die These us. are termites. <laughs> I'm. Gonna go ahead and oh, cast. Wait, who's is there? Anyone attacking me? There's a termite on top of the desk that you're under. Yeah, that's trying to bite down at you. Although it's it's now a lot sadder than it was before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why do I feel sorry for this guy? <laughs> um, I'm gonna hit it with some more insults. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep pounding at him. Okay, okay. Vicious mockery, I take it. Yeah. Go ahead. He's gonna make a uh, wisdom check against fourteen. Yeah. That is a five. So he fails. So what happens on a fail? He takes two d four damage. So the rest of you see these bubbles uh, pop. They just kind of write them. <laughs> you can't see the stranger under the desk, so you just see these bubbles kind of rise up around the desk and then pop, <laughs> and you hear these eldritch whispers just... <laughs> uh, and the termite uh, winces back in pain. How much damage? That was two fours. Two fours. So that's an eight damage. Eight damage Woo-hoo! from Vicious Mockery. It's it's looking very hurt. It's still standing, but you can see it's kind of dented. The armor is dented in on itself. Uh, it's looking beat up. Um, anything else as you? Yes. As a bonus action, I would like to throw a healing word towards Xander. Excellent. Uh, what does that What does that look like? I again. Blow a, a tiny little ditty into this flute, and out comes a little heart-shaped bubble, which floats over to Xander and pops over his face. <laughs> and you see, as this bubble pops, Xander, the world comes back into focus, and you pop back up with how many hit points? It is 
four plus three, seven. Seven hit points. Uh, and you wake up and you are, for a moment, you feel a kind of warm glow as this healing power washes over you. Ooh. And then your eyes focus and there's a horrifying scorpion Whoa. staring you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your veins are like searing, searing with pain. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, but you are back up. Uh, and just in time, it is now the termites and the scorpions' turns. The scorpion, uh, the termites are going to attack you too. Uh, Gerald, they're going to go at you first. That is a uh, 12 to hit. Doesn't hit. And the one at you, uh, the stranger, is a 10 to hit. Does not hit. Does not hit. That You guys are kind of battling them off with the desks and chair legs and anything you can find to just uh, stop, these, stop the advances of these creatures. Uh, the scorpion is can't claw attack anymore um so it's going to try and it's, it's going to try and sting you actually no it no 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 yeah let's think of it like a scorpion miles if a scorpion stings something <laughs> and it goes limp <laughs> it's probably going to turn like its attention scorpion, miles. so thinking it's got its prey in its hands perhaps this is um it's going to turn around and try and swing its uh sting at uh, another party member um gerald since you're closest i think yeah i think so but it's gonna have to try and find you first um <laughs> you'll have to try and find me first <laughs> have seen the bubble that approached Je um Xander? yes it probably would have seen the bubble actually oh no i'm putting myself in danger Thank you for reminding me in which case if it had seen the bubble <laughs> I would like to start yelling on the back of the uh, <laughs> scorpion. Put me! Put me! <laughs> it's going to spin round to where the bubble came from and just jam its uh, its stinger into the into the desks and try and hit you. So you have an AC with plus two, so it's 16, mm -hmm. right? So it's got to roll higher than a 16. It rolls a 14. Ooh. It jams this sting into the desk and uh, you see this... this a large venomous spike just appear through the desk uh, but you managed to ward it off uh, that's the scorpion's turn Xander you're up um, time is running out am I still grappled uh, yes you're still grappled by this thing cool but do I, I think I still have use of my hand so I can cast spells yes yeah somatic components of spells so uh, hands together uh, spread them apart burning burning hands <laughs> This nice a, a mountain of uh, holy fire erupts from my hands um it says anything within a 15 foot cone i'm aware that it'll get other things in the room i'm hoping it doesn't get the other uh the angle <laughs> the, <laughs> the angle at which you're at it's not gonna hit anyone else yeah it's gonna just hit the, the scorpion um, i was about to roll but i don't roll it's a, a dex save a 12 dc 12 dc i'm gonna give a disadvantage since it's grappling you um and, you know, if you were grappling a flamethrower, it's not going to go well for you. <laughs> That's a nat one on the save. Ooh. Takes full damage. Uh, ten fire damage. Ten fire damage? Mm-hmm. As you, uh, as this fire pulses around this creature's form, um, whilst the rest of the damage you guys have been doing has... has 
made visible impact and hit it. Uh, you sense for the first time fear in this creature as the fire envelops it, and it seems to do even more damage uh, than that. This creature is vulnerable to fire, meaning any damage applied that is classified as fire damage is doubled. Uh, and with that, the uh, the thing writhes around, and as it does, it le- releases you from its grip, and you kind of roll onto the floor, uh, and... The skeleton, the skeleton, the scorpion is going to wither up, and eventually, with one final, it's going to drop to the floor. Yes. Oh my god. Noticing this, the two termites are going to begin to screech and shrivel, and they're going to start backing away from you guys, and they're going to skitter across the other side of the room. Um, mm mm mm. You guys mm-hmm. both, if you like, would get an attack of opportunity as these oh, things yeah. mm-hmm. try to run away from you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make Don't the mind attacks. Don't if I do. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd like to throw one of my paper clips around its stupid face. Make an attack roll. I would like oh. to run towards the one that was coming at me, leap on its head, and just jab it with my my big long pointy stick <laughs> go ahead and make an attack roll uh, uh, what do, what do I do? Uh, d20 plus oh, uh, so what do we get what do we get for that first attack okay. roll Gerald um 13 13 uh their armor class is 14. <laughs> oh. uh, so unfortunately, it, it just whiffs as you uh, as you swipe at it. Um, uh, I was an eight. An eight. <laughs> so you both, quite cinematically, the camera pans around and uh, you both simultaneously send swipes at these creatures, but they both manage to dodge out the way and begin uh, heading to the other side of the room. But these look like skittered, skittering creatures. Mm. They're, not, um, they're not looking healthy. They're dripping ichor and um, trying to get away from you. They're not... They're not happy. Uh, because of the nature of these things now being animals running away, um, we can drop out of initiative if you'd like. Um, but next up would be uh, Xander. Um, so they're running away. They're running into the hallway. They're kind of, because they don't, really understand the layout of the room they're kind of just running away from you guys so they're running deeper into the room but they're trying to get under desks and and just get out some way um so so far they're just heading away from you okay i'm gonna run to the door or like stagger to the door push desks out of the way and i'm gonna shout um oh no there's a dead body of a god in here (laughs) (laughs) i can't summon everyone in the building to come and look ha Turn around. I'll pop a pop an arrow off. I think. So you shout into the corridor. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm gonna don't. fire an arrow at the um, termites if okay. I can amidst the decks. decks. Yes, you can. You can uh, go ahead and uh, make an attack roll. Um, fourteen. That's exactly what you needed. Go ahead and roll damage. Ten damage. 10 damage. One of the termites, as this arrow plunges into it, just drops dead. The other one is still skittering around at the other corner of the room. That's me. Uh, that's you. Next up, 
Uh, Gerald. Um. There's currently one termite just at the other side of the room trying to desperately skitter away from you guys. Um, I have. Mm, I have a crossbow. I would like to shoot at the termite. <laughs> Go ahead and make an roll. Make an attack roll. Um, 14. 14, again, is exactly what you needed. Um, I will say this one is so low on health that I think anything you roll will kill it. Do you add anything to your roll? Um, Damage plus, roll? Plus three. Yeah, in which case, as this crossbow bolt whistles across the room, it impales this uh, termite and sticks it to the wall. Uh, and with that, silence falls back onto the room. The room is now considerably more trash than it was, uh, and the bodies of these three bug-like things lay uh, in their ichor. Do I still have poison in my system, or does that go away if you die and come back, or go unconscious and come back? Uh, it's just it's fading now. The pain of that you don't. Okay. There's no uh, extra effects from it. It was just okay. Uh, okay. an initial hit of paralysis. I um. I turn to the stranger if I can find the stranger. I um, suppose I must um thank you for saving my life. I um, after being sort of fallen down on the floor i just kind of like bounce up i go no problem who are you uh, my name is xander hmm. oh um uh, i'm i'm of course gerald gerald oh of course and you are psychotic <laughs> excuse me nothing it's just your uh Determined um, happiness in the face of disaster. Well, we survived, didn't we? I've I had a wonderful that. time, love, and it's so lovely to meet you both. Well, very nice to meet you. I'm guessing you are a god? Yes, I, I, I'm Binky. I'm the god of bubbles, if you couldn't already tell. Oh, a lot of things make a lot more sense now, Binky. Uh, what what it what are you two the gods of? Things that you are sure oh, that's such a long name. <laughs> <laughs> Things that you were sure were in a slightly different place. Xander, when you open your badge, everyone else's badge just folds open once, but yours is like a <laughs> naked gun, it folds open yeah, fourteen times. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm the uh, of course the the god of paper clips, so but I'm sure you Sure oh, you've heard so, of me. It's so lovely to meet you. Well, I've heard of the god of paperclips for like popping bubbles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've probably heard. You probably you might have heard of these guys. Okay. Um, you've probably not worked with them before, uh, mm -hmm. so you might not have met them. But uh, you you work in the same department, I imagine, as uh, your mortal liaisons, correct? Yes. Yes. In which case, um, you work in the same department as Xander. Mm. So you may have heard of Xander. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. It's it's you... so lovely to meet you both. What what was that? What happened there? I suppose we are asking the same question. Um, I I must say you've stumbled into something of an investigation. Um, 
I don't know how much you know about this already, but and I sort of sheepishly gestured to the the corpse of a god, which is presumably still in the room. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the camera goes back like a time lapse. We see the the scorpion getting back up on itself and going back into the rift, and the stranger in the in the cloak reappearing and then disappearing again. And we go right back to the start of the day at a similar time, where another letter has been handed to you, Binky, similar to these first two letters that went out. Uh, ordering you to um, meet with Death and, uh, and John Smith, God of Secrets. Uh, the camera zooms out from this letter, and you are just trapped inside a giant bubble. <laughs> uh, there is a big <laughs> clock in the background that is ticking, <laughs> ticking past the hour of which you're meant to meet. It ticks a little further back from the hour of when you're meant to meet. Um, and uh, you are late for the meeting. And then after a little while... Uh, reunited with these adventurers after meeting with death finally uh, and then we go back to the present day and re-arrive at the scene of the crime uh, essentially you are reinforcements do you do you tell us all of this um yes i've told you everything well i suppose you came at the, at the best time didn't you so so how much do you know already? What have I what what have I missed? I take a big breath and I say everything we discovered at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so stabbed with something smaller than a pen, bigger than a paperclip. Much right, bigger, much bigger than a paperclip. Right on the back of his head, he bleeds gold icker, just like us. Um his name was Ion. Um there were scorch marks on the tables. Some of the tables were knocked over in the middle of the room, uh, around where we found the body. I think that's about everything. Oh, so there was some copper dust at the entryway. Come look at this. Look at this copper dust. Oh, copper dust? Did you look around the whole room? I tried, yeah. Oh, can I take this opportunity to have a scout around what's remaining that's not ruined from the room? Sure. Uh, the The... The most obvious change in this room is the apple. The core of the apple is still um, lying in the center of the room now. Uh, you know when you eat an apple and there's that remnant of core with a bit of seed sticking out? Uh, that That's what remains in the center of the room uh, where these creatures sprang from. Uh, and you can see it's kind of rotten and moldy. But yeah, you can go ahead and make an investigation check if you'd like to search the rest of the room. <laughs> that is an 11. Uh, 11. You find, you find pretty much, you find, you see the copper dust in the doorway. Uh, you take a look at the blank index card and, and um, examine it. And then one extra thing you find is you find tucked under one of the exploded desks is a badge. Uh, and it looks like a kind of identity card almost with Ion's face on it. Uh, but there's no bodge symbol on it. Instead, there is a... Um, a crest in the corner of a set of dice, two little D6s, uh, both with ones on them. Uh, and under it, it says the Idlers Club. Oh. And then there's some other information about Ion and some, like his age and uh, uh, and his, his occupation, all this kind of thing. And, um, <laughs> and a kind of passport style photo of him. Hey guys, look at this. That came out very Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Oh, God is dead. That's, that's been a burger. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I, I show you, I show you the badge. I hand it over to one of you. Ugly's club. Does that mean anything to us? Uh, make a make a history check. All of us. Mm. Any anyone who yeah anyone who wants to go ahead and make a history check. Twenty one. Uh, with a twenty one, you recall some rumors uh, from a long time ago uh, about a club, and the reason you recall them is because you're annoyed that you weren't invited to join this club uh, about an invite only um, event, which took place on Heim, the home world of the mortals, where a subsection of gods from the bureau would go every uh, 10 years and spend about a year on an official business with air quotes around it. Um, what it really was was essentially a kind of holiday, uh, a business trip out where they'd spend some time on Heim, uh, revel, uh, partake in, in, in drinking and gambling and all sorts of things that they shouldn't be doing on the job, but they were putting it down as a business thing. And you heard about this and kind of, it was a semi-urban legend. Uh, and and then they called themselves the Idlers Club. So do do we know other gods in the Idlers Idlers Club, or is it uh, a secret? No, no. You've heard, yeah, you've heard rumors, but you um, yeah, you couldn't identify anyone who was who was in it. It was a lot of kind of oh well. I heard my mate Dave's second cousin was in it. Um, yeah. Um. But no concrete. And does the dice seem to be the logo of the Idlers Club, or does that seem like something else? Yeah, yeah, the kind of the yeah. words the Idlers Club are embossed within the within the right, 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 emblem. Right. Well, I'll, I'll hold on to this. Um, yeah, violet. Yeah, I I put it under I. Do you need <laughs> Do you need a paper paper clip? You know, Gerald, I do. Like I hand him a paper clip. Kind of squish the idea a little bit, trying to push it, and in, in, and then. Are you trying to, to say it's an inferior then... product? No. <laughs> so it's, it's weird. It feels like you're saying it's an inferior product. I like used that. it. I used the paperclip. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting more jowly as the episode goes on. <laughs> it's the poison. It's like sunk, yeah. it's sunk your jowls even further. Yeah. <laughs> So have you guys met anyone else? Who else have you spoken to so far? We've spoken to Raxor, God of War. <laughs> Raxor. Raxor. <laughs> Come on down. Oh, Raxor was surprisingly like small for a God of War, but he has a massive sword. Okay. That's what I got from that meeting. <laughs> Did he have any information about this? I don't think I asked. I don't think I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think back to that conversation. I really don't think it yielded much. Well, Look, remember, this investigation is supposed to be undercover, under wraps. So oh. I think I'm going to take a little bit of this gold uh, fiberglassy dust. Silver, uh, copper, copper, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you went through everything <laughs> Platinum <else>. dust. <laughs> and I'm going to sprinkle it into a little baggie. 
and I'm going to file that away. And uh, when I say file away, I've got a big, like, a zip-up notebook that I'm using. <laughs> nice. Miles, is it okay that I'm giving myself loads of props? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yourself <laughs> okay. props. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, but I can't have knuckle dust in my <laughs> and, um, and I suggest that we just lock up the room like nothing happened in there. Oh, did we investigate the apple? I oh, we, Maybe we, we should. should investigate yeah. the apple. But I don't want to touch the apple. I take a pen out. I gently walk over to the apple and I just prod it a little bit. <laughs> if a scorpion comes out, I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Can I use Mage Hand to pick it up? Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, so I <laughs> play a little a little ditty on my little flute and a hand pops out of the end of the flute like, like as a bubble. And oh. it, it floats over to the apple and oh, picks it up. God. <laughs> <laughs> you see this bubble hand just raise this apple, this moldy apple core up into the air. And looking at it, it's slightly bigger than a normal apple. Um, and you can see around it is this kind of slight red glow and a kind of very faint sound emanating from it. Uh, but it's now floating in the air in front of you. Is that all we see? Can we investigate it a bit more than that? Is that sure? Um, it's got a stem on the top, uh, <laughs> okay, <I laughs> and see seeds in the going. middle. But no, you can investigate it more if you'd like. Um, I tell you what, you can either make a um, arcana check. Make an arcana check. That's a nat twenty <gasps> with a plus oh, one, yeah. so that's a twenty-one. With a nat twenty arcana check, uh, you're going to get a lot of very important information. But that information will have to wait until next week. 